and welcome to Division II SAC's Champions for Life podcast. My name is Nick Dill, and I'm a former football student athlete at Northwestern Oklahoma State University, and I represent the Great American Conference on the Division II Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Today, I'm pleased to be talking to Dr. Brooke Fuller about the mental side of sports, specifically focusing on mental skills training. Dr. Fuller is currently a mental skills coach and a professor of psychology at Redlands Community College. Dr. Fuller, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So to start off with, can you introduce yourself and talk about your background and experience working with athletes on the mental side of the game? Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm Brooke Fuller, and I would say that my first connection to sports psychology or mental skills was honestly back in the eighth grade. And this was before I had any idea what sports psychology was, but it was that moment that I recognized that the mental side of sports is important. And so, you know, from there, I went on to, to play sports and even played collegiate basketball. And then it was while I was taking an undergraduate sports psychology course that I realized, man, this is an amazing field. And I was just so intrigued by it. And so I ended up going on to get my doctorate in sport and performance psychology. And during my program is when I started training to consult with athletes and to teach them mental skills training. And so it was actually during 2020 that I started working with athletes on how to train them. And I've been doing it ever since. And so I've been able to work with athletes from all over the United States and various sports such as rodeo, golf, lacrosse, basketball, track, cross country, and everything in between, and have worked with athletes from the youth level up to professionals, you know, just focusing on a variety of concerns like, um, you know, how do we get ready for performance? How do I handle performance anxiety? How do I set goals? What if I'm transitioning out of my career? injury, recovering from that, and everything in between. So that's been my experience, and it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you definitely have a lot of great experience, and we're definitely happy to have you on the podcast. Um, so why, why is it important to be mentally strong as an athlete? Yeah, so as an athlete, obviously, if you've play, played sports or watched sports at any point, you know that you play with your body as well as your mind. And so athletes are always training to be physically stronger. And in the same way, it's important that we train to be mentally strong as well. And so as we train to be more mentally tough, it's, it's vital because we learn how to stay present. We learn how to be calm and relaxed when we're under pressure. And then we also are able to bounce back more quickly from you know, performance setbacks or errors and things like that. So what would you say are some easy and common techniques athletes can use to become a mentally stronger athlete? Yeah, so um, that's a great question. And, you know, if I were to boil it down to two kind of easy and common techniques, I would say the ability to breathe effectively, as well as the ability to stay aware. And so with the breath, it's so important that, you know, we return to this because that simple underrated tool of breathing effectively can help you stay present. It can help you bounce back from errors or mistakes. And it keeps you, you know, if you were to say like where your feet are. So if your feet are right here, 
our, our mind needs to be right here too. And then with being aware, you know, that's a lot of leading up to performance is being aware of our thoughts, our emotions, our arousal, our attention. So asking ourselves, where, where is that? What are, what are we thinking? How are we feeling? And through that, we can really set ourselves up to get to a point in our performance that, you know, we come ready to play. Yes. Yes. No, I think that's, that's right. Exactly. Um, you know, just being able to relax and stay calm during a game all starts with the breath. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can athletes use these mental skill, skill techniques after they're done playing sports and, you know, transition into life after athletics? Can these techniques be applied outside of athletics and after they're done playing? Yeah, for sure. And I tell all of the athletes I work with how important these are, not only to athletics, but even after they're finished playing. And, you know, when you think about things like goal setting or concentration or handling stress or pressure, those will happen throughout the course of one's life. And so things like education, employment, you know, if you have a high stress job, you're able to apply these same techniques. And, you know, honestly, this summer when I was getting ready to do my final defense, I was back in my office, like power posing and using relaxation techniques just to calm my, calm my mind down and perform in that moment with a clear mind ready to bring my best. Awesome. Yeah, that's definitely great to hear. And, you know, on this task force, we always talk about, you know, transferable skills from being an athlete into the workforce. So that's definitely great to hear. So do you have any examples where you've seen a player or team incorporate mental skills training and how did it affect that player or that team? Yeah. So um, it's always awesome to work with an athlete and then they come back later on and they're so excited to tell you about the success that they've had. And I have two examples I'll share with you, but one of them was a, a girl that reached out to me. She performed at a very high level. But she said, I keep getting in my head when I make a mistake, you know, I can't, I can't bounce back quickly. And she said, I just need help to stay focused and to stay present. And so I worked with her for a little bit. Um, We focused a lot on present moment attention, refocus routines. We utilized imagery and then just positive self-talk. And she went on to win a national title over the summer. And it was really neat to just be there alongside with her, um, even though we were meet virtu- meeting virtually, just to be able to uh, support her in reaching her goals. Um, and then another one, it was a gentleman that reached out to me a while back, and he was he's getting ready to move up to the professional level in his sport. And he said, you know, I've been on a losing streak, and my coach told me, you know, you have everything you need physically, but you have a mental block. And so his coach essentially said, you cannot step back into the ring until you have talked to somebody about the mental side of your game. And so we worked together for a while, and it was in our last session that he he gave me a bit of encouragement. And he said, Brooke, keep working with people on these things, because this is so vital to performance. And so people, so few people seek this out to get that mental skills training. And he said, you know, if we're training physically, we need to be training our mind too. And so he was very grateful for the success that he had seen uh, through our time together. That is awesome to hear. And definitely, you know, great to hear how, you know, 
fixing the mental side can actually help your game on the field as well. And mm -hmm. just, it's one of those overlooked things that is actually really important in sports. Right. So lastly, we have covered a lot of great information during this podcast. What is one main thing you'd want athletes to remember to help them be best prepared mentally for their upcoming season? Yeah, so very simply stated, I would encourage athletes to mentally prepare. And that seems so simplistic, but, you know, we spend as athletes all this time preparing physically. And we know that the mental side is important, but so rarely do we do anything to mentally prepare. And, you know, athletes, a lot of them don't even know how, like, how do I mentally train? And so one thing I would tell athletes is to really focus on building awareness of how to get yourself to that place you need to be to perform at your highest level. And so some ways to do that is to go back and think about some of your best performances and some of your worst performances and look at what was my arousal level, my energy level like before that best performance? What was it like before that worst performance? And then again with the emotions. So what emotions did I experience before that best performance or those few best performances as well as the worst? And identify what's gonna get you to that optimal zone of functioning. And so that's where I would tell athletes to start is just draw awareness to what's going to get them to that, that peak level so that they can perform at their best. Awesome. Yeah, no, definitely reflecting just being aware of, of how you were when you were at your best. Sounds like a great plan. Um, well, Dr. Fuller, again, thank you for your time today. I really enjoyed this conversation and look forward to using some of these tips in my everyday life. And um, so, yeah, thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. And to our audience, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Champions for Life. Be on the lookout for the next episode coming soon. Take care. And as always, make it yours. Bye.